This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I have a show announcement. I'm doing an online stand-up show with a one-on-one meet-and-greet to follow. It'll be performed at Nightlight Studios on October 8th at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Early bird tickets can be purchased for 10 bucks today through September 30th at nightlight.tv. That's nightlight.tv. Thank you. <laughs> Are you leaving Are you on your way? send you off in style we want to welcome you back home tell us all about it were you scared or was it fine mouthhorn Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. It's uh, what a what a day oh. of news. Oh, we're in. Chris, would you say that we are in a news cycle right now? That we're amidst a news cycle? Uh, very much so. Of course, the big one, uh, Rick Moranis getting punched. Oh, my God. What kind of a monster? I don't know. Sees precious Rick Moranis on the street. I mean, I'm not going to say... He doesn't have a punchable face, but I am going to say whoever did that has never seen Ghostbusters. Right. Or uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or SCTV. Right. SCTV. That's a big one. Yeah. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. If that's all you had seen, though, I kind of understand. Maybe Maybe if you're like an angry old babysitter, if you something traumatic happened while that was on the TV while your kids are asleep upstairs. I get it. Anna would explain why the guy right before he did it, he yelled, I don't want to get shrunk. (laughs) (laughs) No, daddy. Uh, I just for everyone who's learning about this while we make jokes about it, just so you know, Rick Moranis was already quoted in some article is saying I'm fine so don't be afraid for him he doesn't seem to want you to be afraid for him Uh, everyone's uh, upset anyway exactly I would not be making light of it if he if it had even landed on his face he was punched in the head so this guy oh is that true yeah like that he probably hurt his hand but then (laughs) I watched the video uh, someone slowed it down it's just a guy in a I heart New York sweatshirt what uh, which makes makes me think he's from out of town, and he was walking with his hands in the sweatshirt pockets, okay. and just stopped and punched a man, and then nonchalantly walked away so slowly that it's creepy. I think he got that's, punched by a ghost. That's horrifying. Also, it it's the kind of thing. It's like what, as a child and growing up like five miles out in the country with no streetlights, that was my fear of what city life was like. That you would just, that if you move to the city, you're basically volunteering to get punched in the face like maybe once a month. That's just kind of part of city living. Right. Yeah, that is always what I thought. I mean, yeah, because that would happen in Montana. People would randomly punch you. At least, Chris, it, do you need a headband or a the, barrette? I'm tucking it. I, I got it. <laughs> I go back you, and forth. I got to cut my hair. I almost did it. And then I didn't because it's like, why should I? But if, when it comes to a, just my comfort in general, 
what the hell am I doing? It's it's impacting your comfort it's now. It's impacting my ability to podcast. That's my hair has reached <laughs> that level where it's in my and, eyes and I lose my train of thought. As but, your podcasting partner, I have to ask you professionally to yes. please clip it, zip it and or ticket or t- <laughs> man see that's why you're in this business <laughs> i'm gonna grip just- <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna grip it and i'm gonna rip it <laughs> for those that enjoy golf more than traffic safety i uh yes so i thought that in a city it just was 10 times more punching but with accents uh right. like new york accents uh, but anytime I've been in a city, all the rumors about New York, uh, I guess some of them are true with Los Angeles, but I see eye contact. I see people being friendly. I rarely see people getting punched, but in Montana, it still happens. I think it's in small towns. Can I towns. say what the, um, the rumors about the cities are that I've heard so far? Yeah. I've heard that um, New York is a bitch and LA is a slut. I don't know what you've heard, but that's what people say <laughs> behind their back in front of me. <laughs> Wow. And it's true. Yeah. It's true. I mean, it's true enough to where I like that because I've never heard it before. <laughs> what should that be our new merch? Ellie <laughs> <laughs> is a bitch. New York's a slut. No, Hell it's yeah. the reverse. New York's the bitch. Ellie's oh. a slut. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Come on. Think uh, it through. Yeah, you're right. I got to think. I got to <laughs> apply my real life experience. Come on, in your mind, drive down La Brea and see okay. the J and J beeper ad. Unrelated, and know, question. LA's a slut. unrelated, and this is not. I'm not asking for myself. Where are all these LA sluts at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're they're not uh, outside my apartment door. No, it's okay. It's me time. Learning about myself, <laughs> discovering my own body <laughs> oh so lonely no i'm fine Everything's are you doing fine. some body discovery uh some 70s hippie style body discovery i there? today laid down uh a yoga mat with my thermo rest i used to camp okay. on it and uh uh-huh. I, put, I laid those down and i did uh these butterfly stretches where you you kind of sit uh, Native American style and put your knees down. Cross-legged, like, pr- okay. Cross-legged, thank you. Sure. Uh, yeah. I was trying to make a joke, but it's probably a bad one. <laughs> anyway, I a lot of groin. I did do that today. It's the closest thing I've done to like meditating in a while. Was you basically did a couple of groin stretches? And I put on this back brace that adjusts my posture, and I did. <laughs> I lifted some weights. <laughs> And uh, time to turn this life around. I'm just easing into it slowly because uh, in Montana, I did zero calisthenics or yeah, stretching. I yeah, I just experienced life. But that's over. So time to sweat to the oldies inside. It's for real. My apartment. It's, I, when I get up um, to walk to the kitchen to get myself another thing that I've decided I need. Yeah. Like if there's if the window has been too long that I have not eaten, drank, done some in gestation of some kind then i have to go and when i get up and i when i'm walking to the kitchen i'm so sore just for that like 15 step walk that's when i know it's i gotta start doing some stretches yeah yeah it's just something because you're right we're looking for little rewards throughout the day and i've used to that's the reason i used to have cigarettes it's the reason i were you a smoker i did i did for a while yeah i kept it a secret but up until where like, in Manhattan Beach, I would leave town. Yeah, I'd go to the surrounding areas, <laughs> and I would smoke there. I go to the you beach. Just- I would just snuff them out, toss them in the ocean, and then I come back to LA and like be like, "Oh, cigarettes are so gross, you sluts! They're and- <laughs> they're disgusting, and you're all sluts." <laughs> yeah, and then oh man, if you ever saw me down at the beach. One oh. after the other, crushes, oh, bi- camel crushes, top, yeah, cigarettes, yeah, slutting around. Right off the bat, I'd be like, "This one's gonna be all menthol." But <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I stopped a long time ago, and I'm glad I did. That's good. Uh, but it's one of those reward things. And now, now that we're locked up, yeah, I, uh, you know, it's cookies and and Ugh, I know things like that. It's or just coffee. It's- like I'm, I'll make a a pot of coffee for no fucking reason mm-hmm. and I'll drink it as late as 8 p.m. 
because I've yeah. told myself I can sleep on ca- coffee because of a nap I had three years ago after a cold brew. And now <laughs> I'm like abusing every it's a stimulant and I just want it, whatever it is. I know. Do you now do you find this because I am I've always been very dependent on coffee. I drink at least a pot in the morning. Yep. Um, And then throughout, I'll definitely move into a second pot if, say, we have a bunch of things to record or whatever's going sure. on. But I don't think it actually agrees with me. I think it it brings out the worst parts of my personality. It brings out the worst parts of my behavior issues that I have as a comedian, which is I should always be talking. I'm very self-righteously angry about things. Right. And then those turn into like these kind of monologues <laughs> right. where I can't stop talking. You're right. And it I is. Was, they're it going is. Like, it's like cocaine. Yeah. It is like cocaine. Yeah. And I think it re- it like affects me that way. And I like it because of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking like any other standard L.A. slut. I'm just looking for a good time. I don't. I'm just in my house looking for an upswing, looking for a mood change. Like Netflix isn't doing it for me anymore. Right. No. And none, none uh, of the regular cable channels are. None. Uh, nothing is. I know. I don't. Well, you know me and how I'm dictated by uh, award season. I just started watching Shit's <laughs> Creek. And I don't know why I waited, really, the fan I am of of Waiting for Guffman and Best in Show and just Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara in general. But I, when I first started watching it years ago, I didn't, I'm like, oh, they're rich and think they're better than everyone. And the, the kids are sarcastic and mean. And I'm, I didn't get it. And so I jumped ahead to like episode 10 of season one. And mm-hmm. I have not laughed that hard in a long time and I can't stop watching it and I'm in it's so good you know what three it reminds me it's a little bit like a play are you watching it right now I am I'm it's- on murder <laughs> mystery season three episode six where turn, she turn that off turn that I, off oh it's it's on that <laughs> wait just hold Chris is watching t- TV. It's, it's on mute. No, it's a screensaver. I'm not rude. Oh, I think she got the role. I think she got the role and the crows have eyes. Sorry. I will. I'll pause it. I'll pause it. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Um, no, no, that show I used to try to tell people it it the um the first like say five episodes, the pacing is a little bit slow. Yep. And P- but it got People started hyping it so much immediately because it's really, really good. Yeah. But so then the people that this is like to me a modern day and it's Twitter, especially if I get if I read about a thing where all these people are like, you have to watch this. It's amazing. You have to. I have to take up the contrarian stance and go, no, I won't. Even though I'm not talking to anybody and no one can hear me. Right. That's my internal stance. I have to take a stand. And then later on, I'll discover the thing I was resisting and be like, oh, I needed this in my life three years. Why Why would I resist it? And none of it really makes sense except for this. I think it's very, it's the contrarian kind of stand-up comic yeah. reaction. Oddly, I'm that way with music. I don't, all this music that I was, everyone was listening to, all that butt rock or whatever you want to call it, when I was enjoying my cure and my, my you know, my new wave stuff. Now I listen to it and I'm like, this is great. I Why yeah. was I... I don't know why I'm that way with music. I guess because of all my years playing trombone. <laughs> You're a real trombone snob. Well, I've learned to be a bit of a music in general. You know, there's trombone and everything. And uh... No, true. You're so right. Especially ska. Have you ever been Dish in bone. a ska band? Uh, no, but I did uh, hang out with one and even go on tour with them a bit because I'd done their T-shirts. <laughs> And, really? Uh, what was it like to be in that van? And I did. What did some, that sound like? Um, a lot of we're not racist, but this is why we're skinheads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I they looked like skinheads, and so I'd get in arguments with them, but they weren't. I think they that were straight was just edge. The style, and it was also the style of that early English. Like, go to a show in the eighties of the specials, and you would it would look like a room full of Proud Boys. And yeah, those skinny suspenders will steer you wrong. Right. Have the potential to either steer you wrong or really show you uh, what area to stay away from. Yeah, which is a reason to not look that way. That's a reason alone. And but they were standing up for what it used to mean or something, and I was like, well. 
anyone that sees us walking through town isn't doing that. So why can't you be by like the horn section and just have long hair <laughs> anyway? And we went wakeboarding. It's pretty funny to wakeboard with skinhead ska guys because uh, I don't know. Just watching them fall and stuff. But they were my friends. It sounds like I'm t- I mean, not really. I don't know. But I did some artwork for Moon Records, which was this ska label. And it was a big deal for me to do art for like a record label and that was a long time congratulations. ago. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. You know, congratulations. I, I like to You're do welcome. little You're plugs. Welcome. I like to plug things I've done in the past since I have nothing going on now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, plug I was things, pretty, uh... <laughs> pretty proud of myself. Wait, I, did you listen to the tape? Okay. Sorry. Let's just get into this part because this is a political podcast. So why not just dig into the news of the day? Well, it's but what everyone's you, thinking about. Yeah. Did you listen to the tape where Melania Trump started <laughs> said, who gives a fuck about Christmas stuff? <laughs> no, I got it. I, I haven't. Oh, and, you have to. And I haven't. I don't want to seem like a uh, let's see her emails type or that doesn't make sense but i i want to see his covid test like i want to believe it's it's i don't like to be it's like someone hinting that you're getting something for christmas and then it's just a series of sweaters i i i i believe that he would it would behoove him to lie about this and then just because he probably doesn't want to do the debates he could take time off i'm worried that he's pretending to have coronavirus am i being unreasonable no 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 no. it's totally reasonable it also is the worry and the conjecture of whether or not he's lying is taking up all of the media bandwidth instead of like that trump tax story just broke they barely had a day right. in the media of saying the president does he's a, like you know hundreds of millions of dollars in debt he he doesn't pay taxes right. like all this stuff and then zip it just like it's once again this way where uh, april i was talking to april richardson this morning in england uh-huh. and she was saying the same thing where it's like it's this feeling of the second you have a good feeling like maybe this will change this horrible situation we're in and then you can't help but then start running scenarios of how it's not going to happen because right. that's what's happened every other time the past four years. Right. So you're smart to anticipate a negative and some shitty thing because that we've just been punched in the face over and over. Right. Like like New York City tourists over and over for the past four years. And I think that now that because we all knew about that tax stuff, but maybe people that watch Fox or whatever not, didn't know about that. And now everyone knows. And so it, that's one reason he would pretend to get it is for time off to quarantine. But also, I feel like it would be an opportunity for him to say he has it and then and yeah, and say, hey, it's not that bad. Look at how healthy I am. And then have the same doctor that said he weighed 250 pounds and had 0% body fat or whatever that said he's the healthiest person ever uh, (laughs) say that, yeah, he has it and he's doing great. Like the lies, I think they could get away with, but... True. Although here's the difference. And this is kind of an interesting thing. There's now these reporters that have such an eagle eye on the details. Uh And they were saying uh, Trump went to Walter Reed a military hospital a month ago and oh. he took an SUV there. Oh, okay. The last time he went in for whatever tests or whatever reason that he went in, the the mini strokes is was one of the theories, he took an SUV. So the fact that he's helicoptering right on military one or whatever that helicopter is. Yeah, yeah. Is they're taking that as a sign of the seriousness. Have you read anything about him having symptoms of any kind or I haven't looked? Dry cough, sure. uh, sleeplessness. Yeah. No, I haven't. Restless I don't legs. Know <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has um, screaming spit syndrome, which is very common among men his age and uh, ethnicity. <laughs> screaming spit. They just scream and spit, and it's you're supposed to sit there and listen. That's what they expect you to do. Yeah, it's that's very one strange, of the lesser but, known COVID symptoms. <laughs> yeah, definitely well, get the vaccine against that for sure. So if he, if he, ha- I don't know why I can't just let myself be happy about something, but I guess it's like you said, you know, a lot of times in life, like the time I did Conan, I was feeling pretty good, and then I got rear ended and hurt myself i always think that if something good happens there's got to be an immediate bad thing to level out um the way yeah because that's true that is i think that's how life works i think it's smart to anticipate i also think it feels bad 
because we've now been put in this position where we're hoping that a person gets sick because they're they've been so terrible so there's the out of context guilt that people feel if you are actually a feeling caring human being you don't want to be sitting here high-fiving because another person got this terrible disease that this administration has not taken seriously for one second while hundreds of thousands of people die one in every 1000 black people get this disease and it is it's ravaging this country it's ravaging the economy and they've been trying to figure out ways to make money off of it yeah so now this is this great comeuppance yeah and but of course i don't want any piece of that I don't want to be doing that with anybody. I don't yeah. want people in my life that make me feel this way. Yeah. That is bad for me. It's and just, yet I can't, I don't have any control over this relationship. The, fa- the fact that he specifically <laughs> defiantly was pretending this wasn't happening and proudly not wearing a mask. That it was no big deal. It's yeah. hard not to uh, smile when you see that he got it just because it's I mean, deserve it. This is situation. I w- fully credit April Richardson because she said this on the phone and then it blew both of our minds. She goes, we're finally seeing him um, experience a consequence. This might be the first time in his life he's experienced a direct consequence of anything because him being almost a billion dollars in debt. Yeah. Him like all these things where clearly he gets away with everything. He has yeah. this weird, rich stamp of I'll just get out of it for everything. This is the one thing he can't take care of with he money can't get out. It's, or, or it's, buy himself out of it or steal himself or out lie it. out of it yeah. or t- somehow get Stephen Miller to spin it or do a different creepy plan or what it's like this is an actual consequence right we are glad that he got caught in the argument where he was saying it doesn't matter i'm just surprised that melania got it too because i just it makes me think wait they were in the same room together ever like listening to music and reading and holding hands i don't know because he yells bits at her yeah yeah and it flies (laughs) six feet across the oval office into her face (laughs) <laughs> what, whoa, sorry. What did she say about Christmas now? <laughs> she, she was getting mad that people were mad at her for not caring that their children being held in cages, separated from their families and being absolutely traumatized and sometimes killed in ICE detention centers. And she was like, she's talking to a friend on the phone and the friend recorded the call and then turned it into some news outlet. But yeah. she's basically saying on the phone um that you know i go down to visit them but they're the ones that come up here obama put them in first like she's just doing all the party lines of the excuses of why it's okay to have a concentration camp for uh for people for migrants and uh, then she goes, and then they're mad at me because I don't decorate for Christmas. I mean, who, oh. <laughs> who gives a who gives a fuck about Christmas? Oh, that's so great. <laughs> she said, "Oh no," she said, "Who gives a fuck about Christmas stuff?" And which is, I don't know why. Yeah, in that whole funny phone call message, that's the only thing that's going to make a lot of America upset. Christmas. Yes. Now hold on a minute. I didn't boycott. <laughs> I didn't boycott Starbucks. Just to, or whatever people do. Yeah. Oh. She literally is, someone someone tweeted the, the war on Christmas was coming from inside the house, which is hilarious. <laughs> Shit, I should look up who did that. I do that all the time where I read a tweet and it sticks in my mind, but I don't remember who did it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that is a, That's that a is good a one. That's a very good one. That's a very good one. Who did it? I'll never who remember. did it? <laughs> who did it? And I didn't like it. Did I? I didn't. I'll keep looking. Well, we will all we'll find out. We'll just hang tight and see if uh, <laughs> he gets sneezy. I don't know. I want to I don't want to get married to whether or not it's happening, but I guess it is. Whatever. Anyway, last I mean, night, our, Aaron, <laughs> our poor, our poor nervous systems last night. Did you do something in local news? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, it was pretty late and I realized I hadn't eaten. I was elbows mm. deep in Shits Creek and I <laughs> ordered pho or pho. Uh, pho. Pho. I, pho. I call it pho. I think it's supposed to be called pho, but then there's a place in town called I do too. Pho Show and I, and they corrected me and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's pho. The employees correct. Anyway, I ordered some. It came to my house. Were they from? Okay, no, go ahead, go ahead. no, they're local. They okay. were local, man. Okay. But okay. this guy dropped it off. It comes in two. There's a little to-go bucket of broth. There's the ingredients in the other bucket. So you combine mm-hmm. them in your home. I took them out of the bags. 
I poured it into a larger bucket they provide. So I'm looking at a lot of pho. And then I watched Catherine O'Hara. Did you see where she's auditioning and she just starts scatting? I f- no, I, I, I don't, it, haven't seen that one. It is so funny. Uh, I watched it over and over and I, I'm not kidding. I did a knee slapping thing, I guess. Or I just threw my arm where and I flipped it like that game flip a cup. I hadn't even <laughs> tasted any of my pho and it was kind of hot and I launched it on my lap all over my floors onto my carpet, which I'm going to get a new carpet because I it really did a number on it. I guess there's a lot of oil in that broth, but it was yeah. hot. Like where my legs were pink. I had some minor degree of burning, <laughs> but it was while enjoying a thing. So I, and I was still laughing because on top of her being funny, I just launched a bunch of pho in my lap and I kept Cartoon laughing. Style. Usually I'd be like, fuck, God damn it. I hate light. I usually would yell that stuff. But instead, I just. I just. Oh, fa. Ah, fa. Oh, Oh, Yeah, just, I just turned into a sex pistol. Fuck you. Oh, Oh, God. And I, I cleaned it up forever. Anyway, that was really anyway, funny. Does and it then smell I, like sesame oil? I went to, to bed without dinner like a punished oh, child. Punished? I had yep. to clean it all yeah. up and I went to bed hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i mean it was it was perfect it was a perfect situation at no point i swear to you did i stop laughing i as i cleaned it up i was laughing <laughs> i just gotta enjoy these things now because that's what happened yeah you well it's and it is an experience it's like even though it's a bummer it's still something to do cleaning up that pho yeah. is like a project you right. have that to do for another hour yeah. while it's, you watch i you know. i i guess cleaning up pho that i spill on purpose is my new cigarettes <laughs> well i guess i should make a mess so i can clean it i'm bored hey you want to go flip some pho outside <laughs> yeah let's do it really quick before i f- f- hit the edge it's so funny how rapidly and dramatically i launched all of it and at the end, I just, I saw it was all on the floor, but I took the cup and I just drank some of the remaining broth just to experience <laughs> what it would have tasted like. And this was at the end of the night. Uh, and I couldn't order more. It was too late. Hmm. It was such a perfect situation. You might be in the same situation many people are in where you have basically exhausted the restaurants on your list of places to order because we've all been in our houses for six months. And so it's like, because I was about to say kind of an interesting choice to order pho when it was like 102 degrees yesterday in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. I just wasn't, if, if it was daytime and I was, out, I was outside, no way. But at night with my air conditioner, it's like, ooh, I need some hot soup. It's getting chilly in ooh, here. Ooh, I'm freezing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, You're like uh, a college girl in your Uggs all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm yeah. Cold. Uh, <laughs> I love winter. First day of fall, y'all. First day of fall, y'all. <laughs> Pumpkin spice latte and I pour it on my head. <laughs> I deserve this. No, I and I had I had canceled or put a block on all my hello fresh meals and they started arriving. So in a pinch. Oh nice. If I order nice. something and then launch it on my crotch, <laughs> I can go in and make some shrimp spaghetti or whatever they said. <laughs> no, it wasn't shrimp on your rug, was it? Oh, it was chicken it was that perfect oh, little boiled egg it was uh, it was everything you find dark in front. Orange center yeah there was some green onions do you still have green onions kind of sprinkled about there was scallions you know uh, some of it i did wait for it to just dry on the floor so i could scrape it up sure because oh it's, yeah it's hard to mop up noodle soup and yeah. i was kind of just fed up with life i just turned everything off after trying to clean it and then the next day i'm like oh Looks like we have a few ingredients still in the carpet. So I'm going to order a more natural round woven rug. Like one of the, and Good. This colored rug that I have, uh, it's like a gradient uh, of light colors. It was already doomed because of just normal footprints. So it's time for it to go. Now it's riddled with foe and it's time for Chip. it to go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was an impro- That wasn't on purpose. That wasn't planned. Time to go. It's riddled with foe. It's riddled with foe. 
And then you're going to um, later on when you get your what I believe is a sizal mat, what you're describing, the natural fiber carpet, then you can take the rug you have and you can pour hot water over it and and you can wring it out and then have a new cup of faux. <laughs> I'm saying later if you need money or if your things are you know what i mean you can yeah. just kind of save it right almost like, it's almost like putting it up for the winter yeah put in a rug and just add hot water and ring it like yeah. it's ramen this is just a bunch of flavoring waiting to happen later on or like an astronaut MSG. meal yes <laughs> but in a rug yeah it's a rugstronaut i All think right. i might just roll it up and let it go i've tried to clean it up i tried to soap it down i tried to brush it and hang it and it still looked like shit so you know who gives a fuck about christmas who gives a fuck about christmas that's the best i love that she doesn't celebrate <laughs> who gives a fuck christmas. about christmas stuff <laughs> i mean that's the i wish that's how she talked that's the only likable thing i've ever heard her say for real i relate to her for the yeah. first time ever she just starts aside ranting. from her weird glary eyes that she thinks is a good look but she looks insanely crazy even when they're like there's a cameraman there's got to be people there sort of directing or like okay you're talking about i i forget what she cares about but she did some earnest video where she's just side looking sideways glaring like the <laughs> evilest the evilest bond villain and then yep. she but what she's saying is something coming be, from a place she's saying, of compassion be cool stay in school <laughs> <laughs> drugs are bad and then she starts drugs, dancing <laughs> drugs are bad I, that's, yeah. I can't remember then what she about. lights a little pile of straw on fire with her eyes <laughs> <laughs> just, just just get, immediately shoots lasers at an ant pile <laughs> Oh, she's, you know what? I didn't like the first lady before I knew that she had laser eyes that she killed insects with. And now I feel like there's common ground. Right. And there's some. <laughs> Have you seen her statue that they made in, I believe, Slovenia, her home country, if that's I think she is correct? from so Slovenia. That's what I wanted to guess. And they built her a statue. Did you see that? And then it burnt down and then they replaced it. Have you burnt down you or it was arsoned? You know, the. Reuters article that I read said burnt. It was burnt. So I don't know if yeah. they were accusing anybody or had any. Because what I know of statues in general is they rarely catch on fire. Well, <laughs> outside of Slovenia. Yeah. But here in Slovenia, my, my dad and I were talking about this this morning because he goes, did you see that first statue they made of her? It looked like some on the, you're driving on the way to the Avenue of Giants. You know, how there's always like a buzzsaw artist on the side of the road. That's like, yeah, yeah. it's they buzzsawed a brown bear into a stump of wood. Of my like, dad this way did that cafe. in his backyard. There was a tree. Stump no. And he and he <laughs> or it was the plan. He had a chainsaw ready and everything. He was going to make a little bear. I don't think he yes. ever did it. But yeah, well, basically, someone in Slovenia did a, a chainsaw bear, but it's it's uh, I was going to say Miranda Trump. Something's wrong with me. <laughs> Stephen, do you know what I'm talking about? And could you find any could you find yes. these pictures and post them into our Zoom chat like Ooh. we're having a business meeting right yeah, now? Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. It, it, um, it was burned during some July 4th celebrations this year. Let me share the page. It has so you celebrating can take a look. America's independence yeah. in Slovenia. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God! Can you, see, can you see the screen? Yeah, <laughs> that's the original. That is the Melania Trump. Oh, it's made. It's very old school. <laughs> oh my God! It's really funny. It's really funny. Her and then arm. Stephen oh my God! Why is it? So oh my God! It. Next to her waving. <laughs> it's it's taken yeah. from a photo. Yeah, that's supposed to be realistic to oh that photo. And then look, there's the is that the new version? I can't oh tell if that one's the burnt one. The, oh let my me god. Oh, it is on fire. It is made of wood. Even her yeah. bush base is burnt. <laughs> it's got a base made of bushes and it's all burnt. Yep. Oh. It is burnt baby burnt. Oh man, some local artist. Ah, why does that bum me out? Did you guys ever see the uh wasn't it Lucille Ball? 
they like made a statue for Lucille Ball and it looked like something from American Horror Story. Yes. Yeah, that's a crazy fucking thing. Is it Lucille Ball? Yeah, I think it is. I could. And also there's the one of that uh, Christian Ronaldo, that soccer player that is fucking hilarious. It's, that thing is unbelievable. It's every time I see that, I think of like how talented a lot of like just people I went to art school with were it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like why? No. And then there's a new Vita one. Vita Vegemin. Yeah. It uh-huh. is like the horrifying. <laughs> they were like, okay, maybe we shouldn't uh, just Google search local artists. And oh, yeah, there's. Oh, that's so funny. But the next statue is great. It's like got a patina where her eyes are blue. I love it. Yeah. Uh, There's just so many uh, good artists. Will you bring up that Christian Ronaldo one? Because Christian Ronaldo, there it is. He's so good looking. And the statue of him is so fucking funny. Oh, wow. There it is. Oh, that's yeah. so Look funny. Look at the eyes. What? <laughs> it's like, I, that guy, that guy's like, I'll teach you for making fun of me in high school. Like, clearly, someone yeah. forced their way into that situation and did a prank because I don't, I don't see it it's, at all. It's just, well, you know what it is? It's like they didn't use a protractor or something. So the, the distance between his eyes and his cheeks and his cheeks and his mouth. The reason he's so gorgeous is because on his face, those numbers, it's like the golden ratio. And yeah. in the statue, they've brought his eyes as close together as possible. And then all of his features are up together yeah. instead of spread out across his face like yeah. a person. It's his eyes and <laughs> and mouth are lined up on some weird angle. They're like it's like yeah. used a triangle to draw those lines that everyone draws when they do an oval, and then they're like, okay, the eyes are in the middle. There's eight lines. I'm just gonna put these ones at an angle. Man, that who is that guy? I don't even know who he is. Should I know? I don't know. It's, who. He's a soccer player, oh, Christian okay. Ronaldo. Well, he's yeah, yeah. He's like a perfect face, symmetrical faced person. Yes, for That's sure. That's a prank. Someone, there are sculpture. It's my favorite prank now. Doing a city, like, funded sculpture for a town. Like, money's allocated for this thing. You get hired and you're like, do the best <laughs> prank ever. It's just you're amazing like, to me. Actually, I'm not a fan or a friend. I am their enemy. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to no, cast their you're face gonna love bronze it. I'm permanently. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to do a sculpture of the first lady and it's going to be out of gas-soaked wood. It's something I learned in college. <laughs> <laughs> also, I will gonna... be at the end when I'm done, I will celebrate by smoking a giant cigar. <laughs> Whoops. I'm brining the wood in gasoline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you it's an know. old recipe. You wouldn't yeah, know. Yeah, I, a... I went to art school. <laughs> this is a thing we do. It's a thing we do. That's amazing. I love oh, it. Jesus, what a day! What a also doesn't today feel like a Sunday? It's Friday, right? Yeah, I I I have felt that way all week. Turn the turn the TV off. I I am <laughs> you're so like, you're sorry. like a fucking parakeet. It staring is staring up at it. It is. I swear it wasn't on. It's just the screensaver, and I'm looking at Shit's Creek production stills, realizing that Eugene Levy is uh, like grew into a handsome older man. Remember, he was goofy. Oh, he was goofy looking fucking, in Splash. He was like a, I know. You know, he was intentionally goofy, and now both of the Levy men are nuts hot it's it's they're those mediterranean hairy yeah. um br- heavy browed yeah. kind of like lantern jawed but like it's almost like Le- Eugene Levy's been hiding behind comedy pretending he was a nerd when he's actually a hot guy yeah. then he had a son who was just like look I'm just a hot guy that's also funny too bad yeah yeah he switched the the order i it's and i didn't even care about i didn't notice i knew i had wispy sometimes translucent eyebrows but you started talking nonstop about Colin Farrell and how his eyebrows have their own personality and and dictate what yeah. the other person thinks. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying. And I these guys have those eyebrows. I wish I had eyebrows. They do. Should I dye There's them? Something, yeah. No. Mm, I'll put some Madison. Do you want to look Reed. like the my pillow guy? <laughs> do you want? Do you want to be the weirdest person? Of course not. And then off camera, I take off my giant cross medallion. (laughs) No, I don't want to look like my pillow guy. Of course not. Dismantling crucifix. 
gripping a pillow, screaming mine over and over. (laughs) The MyPillow guy is really like the second he was rising to prominence and fame and fortune, we all should have said, hey, if this isn't the seventh seal being broken biblically, I don't know what else could be because this is the absolute, like the perfect example of like worshiping a golden calf. Like this lunatic. Right. uh, I just... It's the craziest. The culture that's grown up around being pro-Trump is psychotic. Yeah. Yeah. Hiding behind uh, being a pillow tycoon. (laughs) But have you ever seen the um, ad for his his autobiography where it talks about he has um, 14 near-death experiences because he was such a terrible drug addict before he made it big with his MyPillow? The only reason he was doing those drugs, Karen, is because he had never had a good night's sleep. (laughs) It wasn't until his He had this crick in his neck. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it made him jump onto that white horse every weekend. (laughs) He needed smack directly mainlined into his neck vein because he could not get a comfortable spot. The pillow was always hot. Every time I tried to sleep, I just wake up restless and shoot into my veins the black stallion. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then he found Jesus. And uh, I do. I I can't stop thinking of him. Someone just putting the camera on him in a commercial being what you just described him saying, mine, mine, my holding my one pillow. of his pillows. No, my pillow. It's mine. And people grabbing at it, dressed in devil, no. devil outfits. No. He has to, at the, at the My Pillow factory, he grabs every pillow at the end of the conveyor belt and all the workers have to go, no, 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 they're everybody's pillows. No, it's mine. No. But we mine. have to sell them. <laughs> the only <laughs> the only part I don't like about making my pillows is that I have to sell them to other people. I want them all because <laughs> they're mine. <laughs> I mean, look, I yeah, I do. I want other people to get a good night's sleep. Sure, uh, fine. Do I want to give all my pillows away? No, they're mine. <laughs> I'm also on the Black Stallion. (laughs) (laughs) You are right now. I was going to (laughs) say, have you been riding bareback again? I just, I like it. It's always horse related similes. (laughs) Someone's (laughs) taking a sea biscuit and going to bed (laughs) on their pillow. I just want to shave a little off the hoof. That's when you're addicted to jello. I don't know. Gross. You get high on gelatine. Gelatine? Have you ever had? Is that how it's pronounced? Uh, have you ever had? <laughs> yeah, that's how I. It's gelatine is very much along the same lines as pho and pho, where right. there will be people that argue, but a real foodie knows it's gelatine. Right. Have you ever had nerds ropes? Speaking of yes. being a foodie, it is. God, they're good. If why I, is that candy so good? It is. Am I making? No, it's a rope that they somehow made sticky, and it's covered with nerds. It's straight yes. out of the Wonka factory. Like a classic looking candy. Yes. I want one now. And the inside is like a little, I know, the inside's like a little sour piece of licorice, but not because there's a different consistency. And my friend brought them over and I was like, I thought it was a joke. And he luckily left like, he brought a bunch of them over and then left like five. And I think about them. (laughs) It's the weirdest (laughs) thing. You think about them now that they're gone? You know, so when I'm not getting up and going to the kitchen or getting up and do, you know, getting it's when I'm having my ingesting a new thing thoughts. Right. Nerds ropes are always on the top of the list where I'm like, I don't know how to get them. I don't, I don't know any nine year olds. I don't know how to get this candy. I don't see it anywhere. Right. It's like very specific to grammar school students. And yet I want a piece of that action. And that was always the candy I wanted as a kid. Those those little boxes sectioned off in, in the middle. It's such so a delicious. funny so gimmick. Sour. It's like, yeah, they're not. Yeah. You want strawberry? And then you want to mix it up a few minutes later and blueberry on the other side. It was a great yeah. idea. It was a great, great idea. idea. I love nerds. And I, the nerds people, and I guess that is the Willy Wonka brand. It is Wonka. They have been They've been innovating since that time. So they know the kids of today aren't going to be happy with just a plain old box of nerds. It's that's too um it's too what do you call it when something's not digital? It's mono. It's, it's um, too analog. 
Analog, thank you. <laughs> They've gone fully <laughs> internet with these new nerds ropes. A lot of kids out there are like, these can't this candy is so pedestrian. You it know, is. they say stuff like that. They do, these kids all they, the time. They're they're so technologically advanced, some of these kids, when it comes to candy. Did you know that the rope inside is actually a fire wire? <laughs> that's the only that's the only computer thing I could think of. <laughs> An Ethernet. Covered in nerds. <laughs> hey, let's talk about Madonna. Yeah, I will. Um, now, did you know she's she's gone QAnon, um, like many of our older stars? Really? She's, bu- she's bought into some of the apparently, apparently, and then. Wow. But here's what I love: the great power. But I love Madonna too. Look, Madonna is a wonder kind, and she deserves everything that she has. Sure, but she's. I think. Spent too much time alone as an older person near the internet, which mm-hmm. you can't l- let these people do that. Yeah, it happens to our parents. Fucking, you, you know, they can't, you have to check their websites. You have to put a parent alert on your parents' yeah. th- uh, computer. But she came out going like, "This is a conspiracy," and do all the classic shit. And Annie Lennox from the Eurythmics, no, no, the from Eurythmics, yes, came and just was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me! Do not do this!" Like Annie Lennox came and like went. And for some reason, amazing. I feel like Madonna would listen to Annie Lennox. I do too, because she. I think we should all listen to Annie Lennox. They came up together, if not the Eurythmics before her, of course. Uh, But she, there's no one that doesn't look up to Annie Lennox. She's a fucking legend. She's the best. Have you, we've definitely talked about this. I can't stop thinking of an older Madonna online reading conspiracy theories, but she's still wearing that golden funnel bra (laughs) with the two gold funnels on each cup. I just like that to remember the old days and be like, hey, I have all these costumes. Why not wear them? Don't go for second best, (laughs) baby. baby. Believe everything you read online. You know, you know, you You got got to. Don't check a thing you see. Don't worry about the sources. If it's Facebook, it's real, real. <laughs> believe this shit. You got to make me. To make you believe this shit. Hey, hey, I'm 67. <laughs> if you want it right now. <laughs> okay, we have to stop singing a song. It's we'll funny. No, sure. it's funny because that's my favorite game is making up songs and grasping for lyrics but when you're doing it i'm laughing and i can't join in necessarily so just for future reference we have to take turns we have to do our okay own. got it it's hard to do duets that's all i'm saying and i Listen. guess i'm also saying i can't be in your band anymore <laughs> you even... will not share the spotlight with me or madonna Fine. we both know i'd be in the dark shadows playing tambourine Hey, 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 hey. Hey. I don't even know how to harmonize. Hey. hey. Harmonizing is the fucking hardest thing. It's the people that can do it. They're the only people that can do it. I can't do it. And if someone starts doing it with me, I'll just start singing what they're singing. I'm right, the worst right, at right, it. right. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. hard. Do you have to know about notes? Would it help that I play I trombone? I have an ear for music. Maybe. It just, you do, you do. It's the ear. You need the, you need to be the kind of person that can tell, that can hear different separate tunes. And I'm the kind of person that hears the melody and that's kind of it. And the other ones scare me. Right. Harmonizing is like, yeah, I think you have to have a special ear and ability. Yeah. Anytime I've tried or anytime someone's had the confidence in me to assume I can harmonize, I blow it. Big time. Yeah. And this is just bar karaoke, you know? Oh, well, but that's where it's the most important because that's where you get discovered. Well, it's the only time I'm ever singing. What's your what's your karaoke hit? What's your go to karaoke jam? I mean, I was a kid and I know when it comes to karaoke, you don't want to pull out some obscure song that only you like. You're not going to sell it. You have to do the hits. Okay. Yes. And it's you for have in to the group do, enjoyment. And so I, without any prompt from a monitor, I, I'm Wait, so... Wait, can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah. Can I guess? Red Hot Chili Peppers of some kind? No, no, I'm not Brooks Whelan. I just... Give it to me and then give it to your mama. <laughs> give it away, give it away, give it away now. Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I drew some blood. Yes. <laughs> I always add some scat. 
Sure. Uh, I used to sing Bust a Move, but this was oh. mid mid to late nineties, and I okay. just had it memorized, and I could I could. I could do it well. And then I did Want It Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. I'm not proud of these things. And then I sang, I won a contest at Stockman's Bar in Missoula with I Just Called to Say I Love You by Stevie Wonder. I know it's his least, it's not his best song. I love Stevie Wonder, but that song kind of sucks. But it's the only one where he's not going high. And I can do an impression of his voice, but only... In those three octaves or whatever. Can, if you Chris, saw me, I would a... sell. Do you want me to sing it? I will sell you on it right now. No, try it. I will try not. It. I can't. Try it. I'm starting to sweat. Don't make me sing. I will fucking <laughs> faint. I will. No New Year's Day. <laughs> to celebrate. It's such a dirge. Clink, clink, clink. It sounds like I... someone pressed one button on the keyboard. It was I like, know. It, that was his way of saying fuck you. It was like, oh, you want to, you want another hit? Here. Yeah, I know. It's not his best song. I know. Well, do you like the phone? I know. It's like baby melodies, but. I I could sing it well, and people would be surprised. Let's hear it. I can't. Give me one line. Nothing scares me more than singing to you that song. It's a weird thing about me. It has to be a room full of strangers. Even if we were at a karaoke bar and you were in the audience, I would not be able to sing. I have to be drunk. It has to be strangers. Yes. No friends are allowed. And that goes uh, true with comedy. Maybe I'm happy that it's over because... I clearly had a weird relation. Yeah, it is easier. <laughs> Man, I'm happy that comedy is over. <laughs> it is. It but is. karaoke is just starting. They oh. should do. Oh, my God. I just had the best idea. Okay. okay. Copyright. Poor man's copyright. Okay. Steven, at one hour and three minutes and four seconds into this podcast, you I just. You better not say burrito sized corn tortillas. That's my idea. <laughs> But Burrito-sized corn tortillas. Yes, the wrappable. They're going to be great, and they're going to be a hit. How? Do not. Wouldn't they break when you go to bend them? Cor- the formula hasn't. I'm, everyone's always thinking about regular corn tortillas. When I bring this up, <laughs> these are pliable, malleable. They're foldable, and they're made of corn. And you can fry them. Got it. And it you, you can basically make a hard shell burrito. Does that is that music to anyone's ears? A hard shell burrito. Yeah. Forget about. I mean, you will. You are naysaying now, but I'll be laughing all the way to the bank. But anyway, what's but isn't your there already a, Isn't there already a, th- a hard shell burrito? Like when you deep fry a burrito, it's called. Yeah, but that's a flour tortilla. This is for gluten free people also. Oh, it's going to. Okay, okay. It's going to fly off the shelves. No one believes in okay. me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm no, ye- we do. I'm sorry. I'm yelling. Chris, we do. We do believe in you. We don't believe in your corn tortilla for burritos idea. That's, I, there's two different things. You're not your ideas. I always want larger corn. Okay, they can still be for giant tacos, but I know people are going to take them ha- home and not have an open-faced situation. It's going to be a burrito. and we'll just see. That's their business. What they want to do with their burrito at home is Imagine, once you invent it, again, like my pillow, you can't... Retain ownership once you invent these corn tortillas. Taquitos. Think about a taquito, a perfectly crispy taquito. Imagine now it bigger, filled with other ingredients other than just shredded meat. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a giant (laughs) corn, but this is corn. Tamales. Yes, uh, technically tamale is corn also, but this is hard. Yep. I don't know. I have to hit- No, I understand. <laughs> you you don't believe in my ideas. <laughs> Go back to the drawing board where I know for a fact you've drawn a corn tortilla yeah, I burrito. Do. Everything and starts with a sketch. Photos. Yes. <laughs> I, I do a quick sketch and then I'm like, I'm going to take this to clay and then I do a sculpture of the corn tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> then bronze then yeah. bronze like Lucille Ball statue and then I'm like I'm ready to go for just food ingredients actually my preliminary versions are a lot more work than just food I should have just gone straight to okay. corn flour and, okay sorry to, what was your idea my it's idea the future is of karaoke 
is the future of karaoke is karaoke shows like people are doing stand up Zoom shows, but everyone just it's when it's your time, you just sit there and sing a song to the eight other people on the show. That's what I've been <laughs> wanting to do with our in the green Zoom. My manager, Jessica, and her other clients and I have just been uh, Paul Danke kind of hosts. And we we just talk about topics and it's improvised. It's easy and fun. But I wanted to do. A karaoke version, and I said that in the email, and it got no responses. What I'm saying is... I wonder if there's a music clearance issue, though. If people might... Because you can't just use songs in a show and make money. I think you can you. use... Oh, right. I don't think we're... Like mem- five seconds or ten seconds. There's a right. clearance You're, limit. That's a good point. Even if it is the karaoke version of that song, money can't Even be. if you do Happy Birthday... And I don't recommend that you do that for my idea because you're it's not going to make a good show. Right. Um, that's a that's private. That's for in the head. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. I just I just pitched my idea back out of this. Right. Um, you got process because yeah. it's not good. You got to pretend you're on Shark Tank. You got to be those baseball team owners that naysay. Yes. Mark you Cubans. have to. Mark Cuban. Look it in the face. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. <laughs> Inventor of foe. What's <laughs> and i can't believe the third thing (laughs) uh yeah he would say no he'd say no no thanks yeah yeah i I don't like i don't like shark tank because i don't first of all i don't like watching people try their best that that doesn't appeal to me and then when i see the best and that's what it is where it's like it's dish towels that you can you know right make magnetize to the refrigerator whatever shit where it's like this is your life dream. This is every you're putting everything yeah. into this. I see a lot of hard. I hate that, out, but a lot of times they deserve it. And if so, there was a t- an 11 year old kid came on and he's like, because his dad said, just think of a problem if you want to invent something. Because that's all the kid said. I want to invent something. I want to be on Shark Tank. He said, think of a problem, think of a solution, and we'll pitch that. And then the kid to try and think of it, the problems. Uh, or think of a problem. He was playing with Legos and he he invented some Lego glue that. Yes. So you can make a toy and then but then it dissipates with water. Like all you have to do is add water and you have your Legos back again. And so he, pitched, and he actually invented it. Yes. And it's like, I think it's going to come along with Lego kits now. <gasps> and it's a little kid, oh. little kid inventor. Oh. I love it. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. smart. We've both we both need to reapproach our inventions with this 11-year-old approach which is what problem are we I'm solving no problems by bringing karaoke into the home. Right. That solves no, no problem and it just doesn't serve. The whole idea of karaoke is like you say, you're in public, you're getting drunk and then you're doing something with that I, drunk. I don't know. You're doing I, Enough Service. people go to like the in the ones in Koreatown where you're in, a, you're in a booth with three of your friends and sing to people you already know. Again, yes. it makes my back sweat and I want to fa- I don't want to do it. I don't want to sing to yeah. my friends. They all I'm going to do is change their mind about me if they like me. I don't know. I, I think mean, it but maybe not. Fun, maybe it's not that maybe our vulnerabilities aren't so right there on the surface like we think. Maybe yeah. it's not that tenuous that you can get kicked out. Which is, look, everyone's fear as human beings. We all want to be included. Yeah. So I don't know if you've if you and your friends chose to go to a a Koreatown karaoke bar that has individual booths, then wouldn't your friends be in the wrong for kicking you out since that's what the fuck they signed up for? I think a lot of people do it that way. So I think your invention isn't bad. If you could have that in a Zoom situation, people would enjoy it. There should be more Zoom karaoke shows. I don't know if that's an invention. And money does not need to be transacted. But I do want money for my corn tortillas. I'm going to make it happen. (laughs) And you can naysay all the way to me going straight to the bank, Karen. I want to believe in you. I just am worried about the burrito sides. It burritos fold almost like a rectangle, like a like a long 3D rectangle. You have to picture that it, where you need it has to fold one two, like a couple times and corn tortillas infamously. One. Break. It's it's not going to be flour, but. You know, because that defeats the purpose. But there's going to be something in it that acts as a flower and they don't have to be round. They could be triangular shaped. Hmm. What do you think of that? So what? 
So so then you're folding in the corners like origami and you're making like a burrito stork? Yeah, I want a burrito swan and I want it now. I want to bite its head off and have delicious taco meat in my mouth. Yes. Yeah. But there's only a little bit of taco meat in the in the head because it's a swan. Right. All the real good meats down in the guts. Yeah, because those birds are dumb. They're dumb. They have tiny brains. <laughs> You I don't can't know. eat that part and expect a bunch of meat. I'm just trouble. I think I'm I'm troubleshooting. I'm gonna nail it one day. Okay. Because I've had. I'm glu- just trying to. I just want to tell the truth. I've had gluten free tortillas and tortillas in general when they're like like let's go back to the taco taco or taco <laughs> argument. What is I'm wrong? I'm gonna talk with me? to you. <laughs> I want to talk to you about tacos. I oh <laughs> I never say flour. I'm like, what are you a child? Do you want corn or flour? Oh, flour. Because I'm uninteresting. Corn. <laughs> Everyone should be getting corn tacos. My niece, Nora, has, uh, as you well know, she can't eat gluten. She has celiacs. So if you come up with this, I have seen my sister buy her um, gluten-free tortillas. And they're they're not what right. you're looking for in a, in a flour or corn tortilla. That's they're my very point. thin and strange. These don't even need to be good. I'm just looking for a Get rich fast scheme, and I'm going to take these people for all their money. That's right. Because I know Chris, corn tortillas don't fold into a burrito. I'm not an idiot. But think of the <laughs> think of all the people that'll try it out, and then I move to Canada. Yeah, and yeah. right as the, the right as the breaking starts yeah. on the second turn, where it's like, wait, this can't. <laughs> and that's then we hear your yeah. the car wheels of your new Porsche peeling yeah. out as you drive to Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. my Porsche. Son oh. of a bitch. <laughs> he did it again. He did it again. Oh, the invention bandit. Chris, yes? if you right now uh, were standing at a taco stand, say one of the many delicious ones over in your neighborhood. Yes, any of them what's over your, here. What's your number one like kind of off the cuff taco go to obviously we know you're going to say it's on a corn tortilla so that's a given <laughs> what is inside that taco that's making it happen for you thank you for asking i'm a chicken man always have been <laughs> even when i feel confronted by animal things sure uh, the chickens i've been around uh at some point i will say fuck you stop pecking at my shins they're yes. mean birds I don't eat pork anymore. I don't want to eat cows anymore. So I eat chicken, even when I want to try the carne asada or whatever. Anyway, for uninteresting (laughs) reasons, it's chicken. (laughs) And I, uh, yeah, I, I just, whatever veg, I like avocado a lot. Chicken and avocado. Can that be a taco? Healthy one. Yes, it can. I like it. Could you make the avocado into it some kind of a tortilla? Oh my God. What if that's the missing ingredient answer? Boom. It'll, it'll be Boom. pliable. I get 50%. You have to give it to me now. <laughs> it's <Easy>. my pillow. <laughs> now in the tune of a Madonna hit. I have. Uh, I think that there is a missing ingredient. There is. If there's avocado flour out there because it has fats in it. Yeah. I can't stop inventing food things. I think I've gotten cocky with my. Learning to cook with HelloFresh. <laughs> I feel like I'm a food inventor now. Because you are living in a tortilla world. And you are a tortilla with avocados, girl. Last night, gentlemen. I dreamt of a bagel. <laughs> with an olive and cream cheese. This is what I want to eat. <laughs> La-di-ta, bonita. <laughs> See, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun and it shouldn't be illegal. <laughs> it shouldn't be. Oh, it's I not can't fair. I can't believe this podcast owes Madonna money. <laughs> Shit. Uh, Didn't we get insurance? I liked her better when she is friends with Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> I liked her better when she wore a monocle. Oh, wait. <laughs> this, yes. That rhymed. Yes, her that was de- good. Her peanut detective days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss that Madonna. Once again, yeah. imagine her with thick glasses, learning about conspiracy theories on the internet, wearing a robe, but she's still on the outside has the golden funnel bra. <laughs> See, it's making you laugh. 
<laughs> it's but it's how I imagine her always. It's who she'll always be. Do we have any? Uh, do we have any other business we need to address? Um, I just a reminder. I have a show on the eighth, a ticketed online show that I'm gonna try some new, not necessarily stand up things on. I'll say that much. What's it called? It's What's it called? called I Haven't Changed, even though the picture is of me looking like a oil lawyer of some kind. And it's uh, your own your own individual show. Yeah. Yeah. Chris! On the 8th. Is it on Twitch? Is it on Vimeo? It's, Is it's, it what? It's nightlight.tv. It's nightlight. Nightlight. Dot, nightlight TV. Dot TV. Thank you. Oh, sorry, everybody, that um, the War on Christmas was coming from inside the house was a tweet by um, Jay Bowie on Twitter. At Jay Bowie. Just so, just so credit is due. All right. Well, let's go. With- thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks, everyone. You've been listening? You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N. D-Y-N. A-R. A-R. Is that harmonizing? (laughs) (laughs) Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and we wanna send you off in style We wanna welcome you back home Tell us all about it Were you scared or was it fine? Mouthhorn Uh, with Karen and Chris.